Thanks for coming back to part three of April Awesomeness here on Top 5 Records Podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading. And of course, without listening, you're not hearing us. So thanks for listening. I'm host number one, Goose. And I'm host number two, Luke. We have completed the first round. We're down from 64 to 32 teams, songs, whoever you want to say it. We're representing 29 artists. Two, th- two songs by three artists will appear on this next round. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, it's great. I, I, I think we're getting every second a second closer to the best song ever, ever. for this year. <laughs> for this version, yes. For version 2.015. All right, let's, let's not delay this any longer. I'm going to give you some topics here. The first topic is round number two, choice number one. It is Bob Dylan, like a Rolling Stone, took out maps going up against Jay-Z. Back with 99 Problems. Luke, where do you go when you go Like a Rolling Stone versus 99 Problems? Like a Rolling Stone, I don't have to hesitate. Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed the Jay-Z song quite a bit. But yeah, it's, it's great. Not, it's not Bob Dylan. It's, not, it's Dylan. not Like a Rolling Stone. So, wow, that one took no time at all. We're on. Like a Rolling Stone moves on. Here's a competition that's not going to be easy, though. That first one was simple. This one's going to yep. be tough. We have U2's Beautiful Day. Versus the Beatles yesterday. It's a ver- it's a day tripper. Ah. It, it, it must be difficult for you. Yep. But as people are used to listen already, I hate you too. So, yesterday for the win. Beautiful day. As look, this is actually a perfect time to ask this type of question. Are you an idiot? No, that's a joke. I know you're you are. Um, beautiful day is a great song though. It is. So you so is yesterday. Yes, but you have to respect the fact that you might hate you too. But beautiful day needs some, some more respect from you. It needs to get some consideration, not just you know. It punted. got it. It passed just round two. I don't know. I don't think I can handle. Yeah. I love yesterday. It's a great song, but I think beautiful day is a better song. And I think you have the lyrics of beautiful day are very good, and yesterday is fantastic. I think yesterday, in my mind, is just overplayed. I've heard it so many times that it's kind of lost its strength to me. I, 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 I don't really get it. If you listen to it so many times, it's because it is good. No, but it's, a matter of, it's not a matter of even choice because there's so many cover versions of the, out there. It's on the radio. It's, it's iconic to the point that like, everyone just assumes now it's the best, one of the best songs ever, which I don't necessarily think it's, it's 16 material. Well, want to go to the stats? Uh, That's sure. all we can do. Let's see here. I got to go with my list. Yesterday uh, is number 13 overall, and Beautiful Day is number 9 of the 2000s. So I guess we're going to uh, have to go. Where is it in the overall? Well, that's really not relevant, is it? Oh, you're trying to use the numbers against me. No, I was actually being quite honest that it's... Sorry, I'm adjusting the mic. I'll be doing that once in a while. Um that it's really not a battle yesterday blows it away when it comes to the stats. So I guess yesterday <laughs> moves on. I'm so excited. Congratulations, Beatles. You've, yeah. you've made it to the top 16. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. The Beatles are in the top 16. Here we go. The next one we have Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix Purple, Purple Haze, Haze versus Stairway to Heaven. True, two truly uh, amazing songs, songs that are so deeply ingrained into the brains of any rock fan. And it's a tough battle. It is. 
It's the we, toughest. Are, I, I are mean, we, are, one of the toughest oh. I, I I could see here in the in, in the chart. I I I if I had to flip a coin in my no, head right no flipping now, coins. this is a I, choice. I, I will go purple haze. Just and let me explain because it's not really about uh, song quality. This and, and, and this decision, it would be more uh, uh, because it was something I listened to first in my musical uh, development, my musical education. So it was much more influential in what I listen and what I play. Uh, uh, then Stairway to Heaven came into into uh, my life like much later on. I was already a guitar player. I was already a blues man. And then, I, I, I mean, it's fantastic. Led Zeppelin is like easily top 10 bands ever. But, but I, I think Purple Haze just means a lot more in a personal level. Uh, Stairway to Heaven is kind of feels a little bit like yesterday to me in the sense you've heard it so much and I love the song it's you know it's it's a truly remarkable uh moment in Led Zeppelin's history which is a remarkable band that said lately the last year or two I've been truly enjoying dramatically tremendously the heart version that the Kennedy Center from a couple years ago fantastic version so much that I have to say you know that I I I can enjoy the song tremendously by somebody else if they do it right. I don't think you can take Purple Haze and do the same and make it an equally good version, keeping 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 faithful to the original and still saying, wow, that's awesome. So making Purple Haze, in my opinion, the better song. Yeah, maybe if we could get Steve Ray Vaughan to do it, but uh, we can't. No, he's, so, he's yeah, dead. He, he, he's not here with us anymore. So yeah, that that actually a point. I, I think uh, if you if you consider which of the two sounds current and can be always, you know, current for next generations to listen to, I, I guess Stairway to Heaven gets a, a lot of, of of attention. But I'll, I'll, I'll I still prefer Purple Haze. You're a very in, complicated. In a personal man. level, I don't. I, I. I don't know. I don't know. Decided. I'll. I'll, I'll let you decide. I'll, I'm giving this decision to you. I really wish you gave that to me on the YouTube song, but I'm gonna go with Purple Haze. And Purple Haze to me is is that specific version cannot be beat, making it the better song. Going with Purple Haze. Purple Haze moves on to the next round. We now have another guitar guitar hero up against an innovative band that cr- helped form and create a truly new version of music. Layla, Derek and the Dominoes, of course, Clapton, versus Anarchy in the UK by the Sex Pistols. I'm going to let you begin first. This is, this is another one of the tough. I, I love the Pistols. I, I was a punk. I, I actually told you the story before. Once in my punk days, I, I, I spent three months without taking a shower. Like just, you know, going Last from week? gig to gig and, you know, to, to friends' house, sleeping on the couches. Uh, it, it was amazing. So You uh, do realize that by speaking into these microphones and putting this on the Internet that other people are able to become aware of your Most people don't know me. Shower. They don't know my face. If they see me on the street, they might recognize me by smell, but... After three, not really. After three months of not showering, they would definitely recognize you by smell. It's a yeah. good thing you, ha- you a already have some, a woman in your life because 
a, a it was, it was revelation like that is really the kind of thing that gets you not laid. It was really tough back then. Uh, so let's stick to today. What's today's What's the today's answer? Layla versus anarchy in the UK. I'll go with Layla. Thank God. It just I mean, means it so much to me. It's just it's Clapton for God's sakes. So. Even even if it was just the coda to Layla versus Anarchy in the UK, it's Layla. You know, Anarchy in the UK. I'm not a big Sex Pistols fan. I think that they are. I know it's going to be hard to say, but overrated. Um, you know, they were innovative, but you know, if they were two years later, nobody would have given a shit about them. They would just be some sh- shitty, crappy band from the UK. But because they were first, that's the reason why anybody gives a shit. Yeah, the, 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 gr- the great fact is they came a little bit before Clash. Yep, a couple of years. Yeah, and then that was, that was what made a whole difference. Yep. Clash is a far better band. In terms of music, for in sure. In terms of everything. Yeah. So, fuck you, Sex Pistols. We're moving on with Mr. Clapton and Mr. Randall and Mr. Gordon and Mr. Fourth Guy. Mr. Fourth Guy. And Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. All right, next we have, uh, what the hell do we have there? Redemption Song by Bob Marleyman and Hold On by the Alabama Shakes. I'm going to go first this time. Uh, I like the Alabama Shakes song, but I don't think it's a great song, especially compared to Redemption Song. I think for me it's really, I looked at this one when we were when I was re-examining my list and it wasn't even a pause. It was just like, hold on, Alabama Shakes. Yeah, next. Redemption Song. Goes on easily for me. Your thoughts my, on my, my, my this point? Is a, my this is a, an oral presentation. This is not a visual presentation. Shaking the head does not help anybody out there in listener land. Y- you realize that I'm the editor of this shit, right? I, I, I can Oops. just edit the pause out. Not okay. anymore. Uh, I would go with Redemption Song easily. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not a reggae guy, and I like the Alabama Shakes, but it's, it's impossible not to recognize... The, the the importance and the the, the greatness of the song. So. Exactly. Get excellent. Next, this is this is easy. Here we have a nice '80s battle. Bringing on the noise by Public Enemy versus Billy Jean by Michael Jackson. Go. Uh, oh, come on. I would have to go with. Uh, I would have to go with Billy Jean. And, and notice, listeners, that most of this decision I'm taking, like, right now, because I, 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 I haven't given any thought to it. Before. Thanks for dedicating yourself to the podcast. We really appreciate your effort. Uh, continue on with that way. Uh, Bring on the noise, great song, very important, um, but Billie Jean was a landmark song. It was truly a mo- moment that changed music. Uh, the first black artist that got regular play on MTV when now MTV is not music television. It's just mucho, terrible visual shit. Uh, It worked MTV. MTVs. Um, But in 1982, 83, when there was no black artist on there and the video was just starting to really gain popularity and changing the way music was sold and the way that music was uh, introduced to people, Michael Jackson was... Maybe the biggest reason, you know, or the biggest artist that helped change the music in the early to mid-80s, Billie Jean, is also a great song. It goes on. No question. No questions asked. Next, we have two great songs. Iconic. 
I hate using the word over and over again, but when you talk about the Rolling Stones, they are iconic. Iconic. Israel support. Israel. No. Satisfaction by. What the fuck was that? Excellent. We'll just go back and edit that part out. Starting now. Next up, we have Satisfaction, an iconic song. I hate using the term iconic, but it has to be used here when you talk about the Rolling Stones. They're a huge hit from 1964, uh, maybe 63, doesn't matter, against Purple Rain, our second purple on the top 32. A fantastic song led by the band Prince and the Revolution. Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain. Uh, do you want to start or you want me to start? Start. I, okay. I, I'm thinking. To me, uh, while it is ingrained in everyone's brain that this song is one of the best rock and roll songs ever, to me, Purple Rain is a truly better song than Satisfaction. Satisfaction was new and innovative in the early 60s, but when you actually look at the structure of the song, I think Purple Rain is more interesting. It is better. The guitar soul, everything. If you go and I think I said it last time, but I'm going to say it again. You go and listen to that version that's on the, the album Purple Rain. That was the first time Prince had ever performed it in public. It's like a 16-minute version that they edited down to like seven or eight minutes. But he never played that song before. And that's what came out. That's how good the song is. That's how good Prince was at the time and still is. He's, you know, 30 years later. To me, it blows satisfaction out of the water. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I If it was just a competition between artists, it would be very, very difficult to... to Yes. try to, to measure but uh, uh, Satisfaction isn't the greatest Rolling Stones song by, far, by far while Purple Rain is at least in my top 5 Prince songs probably if yeah, it's not no number 1 or 2 so I, I, I think I'll go with Purple Rain as a no brainer and when you compare the two artists and you say that they're both not equal necessarily but certainly highly competitive against highly each other and you take a top two top five song versus a top 40 song from the Stones in my opinion it's, a, it's like I said it's yeah. a no brainer and, and the fact that the Stones have so much better stuff than Satisfaction also you know compels me to, to, to go against Satisfaction I'm with you we're done with that one. We're finishing up the first half of the bracket here in round two, and that is going to be two true giants. We've heard about. We've heard from one of them already. It's moved, they've moved on. The Beatles, Hey Jude versus the Man in Black, Johnny Cash. I walk the line. Well, I prefer I walk the line. I prefer Cash to Hey Jude specifically, but I know Hey Jude is Hey Jude like like. If, if you go to a concert, play every Beatles song, the one that everybody's going to sing along is Hey Jude. Because you don't have to remember the words. Na-na-na-na-na. Uh, All you need is some, sim- some syllables. Yeah, I, but I do remember your story about your concert that nobody was singing nobody gave a shit <laughs> everyone's excited to hear Magical Mystery Tour but Hey Jude yeah nah, you, you had the hipster crowd there Ni- 1993 in Boulder Colorado was definitely the hipster crowd I think it actually started that day yeah, in yeah. July or whatever day it was um, it was prob- probably the people that nowadays you know allowed uh, uh, recreation of marijuana in Colorado they were probably there in that concert singing Magical Mystery Tour I would say without a doubt. Um, 
I love both songs. I don't For sure. think this is... I'm going to go with the argument we just had about uh, Stones versus Prince that I think while one of their more, more, most popular songs by the Beatles uh, in terms of chart success, it might even be the f- number one. It's certainly the top two or three based upon mm, how many yeah. weeks at number one. I don't think it's their best song. I not, love it, really. but it's not their best song. And I Walk the Line, I think, is one of Johnny's best songs. Yeah, not even in the top... Hey Jude, not even in my top ten Beatles. I Walk the Line, for sure, in my top five. Cash, so I... I'm with Cash you. Cash goes. If it was Magical Mystery Tour, though, I would consider giving it to Magical Mystery Tour. Maybe the guys from your concert were right. But I Walk the Line goes on. Cash Hold for the win. I can't let that, I can't let that comment go past why? If it was I, I Walk the Line versus Magical Mystery Tour, and you fought me tooth and nail on Magical Mystery Tour, it would be very easy. I would give in, let you have it, and I'd walk out. The podcast would be over from my perspective because I would not be able to participate in this any longer with you. It would be like saying, Taylor Swift, I think she should move on. It would be the same kind of thing. Magical Mystery Tour. I'd rather listen to the entire album 1989 of Taylor Swift than listen to Magical Mystery Tour. Yes. Challenge accepted. I'm, we are going to... Film Pete Guzik's reaction to 1989 by Taylor Swift. Look for it in our future YouTube channel. Fuck. Going to the second half of the bracket. All right. Back end here. Sam Cooke, A Change is Gonna Come versus the aforementioned Prince. Uh, Not End the Revolution. They weren't officially credited yet. Little Red Corvette from the 1999 album, 1983 hit. Where do you go? Little Red Corvette. I love Sam like, Cooke. I don't think that it goes well against Little Red Corvette. That's a great song. Uh, Sam Sam's voice. I'll say this: if it was a matter of voice, Sam versus Prince, I go with Sam. Sam. Sam's got sure a top five voice, a top five voice. But it's not a song that beats Little Red Corvette. Little Red Corvette easily moves on. Next, a truly different style of music to compete against each other. We have yeah. The Clash, who we've talked about briefly already on this episode, London Calling versus the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, demanding a little respect. What do you think? It's hard. It, it's, it's, uh, I, I would go, I don't know, maybe, nah, I, 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 I have no words to use. I, I forgot un- all my English. Very unfortunate. Very yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunately, on a the fact that it's a podcast. I, I'm considering buying a camera and making this a video podcast. Well, please put a shirt on then next time. Yeah. How about we go this way? Uh, while they are two different styles, it's very hard to compare. Yeah. Because they really they're so different, and they are. We're going back to similar arguments, but this time against these two, Lennon calling. Easily, for me, a top five class song. Maybe, my, probably my favorite song by them, to be honest with you. My favorite song, for sure. Aretha Franklin, also one of her, her, her best songs. Not my favorite song by her. I, I go maybe Chain of Fools um, or This House of Jack Built, but it's a fantastic song. It's, 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 it holds up against most songs. I, I, because I think my style goes more rock, I would go with London Calling. But I'm, I'm, it's, it's one of those that, you know, if we end up going with respect, I'm fine with it. But I'm, I'm, my vote is London Calling. No, no. I, I would vote using just my, my teenage heart and go London Calling because 
if by any chance teenage me finds a time machine comes here listens to this podcast he will go back again to this day and beat me up reasonable london calling has to go london calling moves on but it's with a heavy heart that yeah, I make this decision. We, we don't like to say bad things about Aretha Franklin. She's a, I have she's nothing a, bad to say about her. She's Aretha. And she's, there's a reason the why best. people just know her by name. Uh, a few years ago on the Grammys, uh, she showed up uh, to, to, just to watch. If I remember the story correctly, she showed up just to watch. And somebody was supposed to sing an operatic song. And literally like an hour, two hours before the show, couldn't do it. Aretha stepped in, 20 minutes of practice, performed this aria that was just... Unbelievable! You think she'd been literally singing it in her whole life, and she'd sang it like twice before with in like the the dress room. She can do it all. She is truly amazing. But she can't. She's she can do it all except move on to the next round. London calling moves. Next, we're talking some old timers here, East Coast style. We're talking bridge over troubled water. Simon and Garfunkel versus the Boss. Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. I'm going to allow you to go first on this one. I, I, I go the boss. I, I just enjoy it more, a lot more than Bridge of the Turbo Waters. Using the same arguments we've been using so far, it's not for sure my favorite Simon Garfunkel song. Like, it's not the one, like, if you, think, if you talk to me about Simon Garfunkel, it's not, it doesn't even come to my mind at first. So I, I, I would go Born to Run because it comes to my mind when you talk about Bruce Springsteen. Right. So. Bridge Over Troubled Water is, is a beautiful song. And it is. Uh, Art Garfunkel's a shining moment as a singer, I think, in his career. Uh, but Born to Run is a song that transcends time. It became a song that truly embodies the artist. And he's the one, like you said, it's the song when you think of Bruce. And he's got 250 <laughs> songs that are it, all great. When and all and great, it's but. the song that the Brazilian people could sing along and, and, and go crazy when he played here last year. They went uh, nuts. Two years ago. Two years. Uh, uh, and and I, don't, I don't know if that could be said about any song in this list. True. So the next match, for me, it's pretty tough to decide. Really? What's going on versus Crazy in Love? Marvin Gaye versus Beyonce? Yeah. First, because I don't really listen to any of those. Either of those. Either of those. There's your lesson in grammar today, folks. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) Says the teacher. (laughs) Says the English teacher. Uh, Marvin Gaye versus Beyonce. I would go Marvin Gaye just because it's much more iconic if you consider history. Right. It's... It's a song that still resonates because of the lyrical, powerful, lyrical, pow- the power of, okay, you might have problems with grammar, I have problems with speaking, the power of the lyrics of the song, booyah, um, Crazy Love actually is a song I truly like a lot, even though it's not a style I enjoy in general, that type of 2000s pop music, but I think it's a pretty damn good song. It's a great song. Yeah. But what's going on, it's what's going on. It's just much, much more. It's going on. You know, Means much more. You know what's going on? What's going on? Going to the next round. Next, we have Crazy by Gnarls Barkley versus Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan. Another uh, possibility of true, truly diverse artists, truly diverse songs uh, that you're going to see on this list. What do you think about this one? I, I go Dylan. 
I, I like North Barkley, but Dylan is Dylan. It's just that. And blowing in the wind is, uh, 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 it's poetry, right? True. So, I've used Dylan for, for, for showing lyrics, uh, using his lyrics as poetry. And it's the rhythms that he uses, the words that he uses. You know, Crazy is a good song, but it's not blowing in the wind. Blowing the wind kicks ass, to be honest with you. Uh, blowing the wind moves on. Okay, now now we get to maybe the toughest match for me. We're talking two artists that are truly from the same era, not a hundred. Uh, say I'll say in the same style. Uh, we're talking the King versus Mr. Barry, Hound Dog, Elvis, Johnny Be Good, Chuck. I'll go first since I know you're having trouble with this one. Yeah, this is a really hard one. I really, uh, you know. It's it's a coin toss. I I would be happy with either one. Um, I feel like Elvis needs to be represented here, but I think that Johnny Be Good is more representative of a top list song, so that's why Johnny Be Good gets my vote. I, I would go Johnny Be Good because it it's not only one of my favorite songs of all time, but it's also part of one of my favorite scenes in movie history. Back when to the Future? Back or to the Future. Michael J. Saying, Fox comes back and plays it, and the guy's on the phone, and oh, that's amazing. Cousin Charles. <laughs> His cousin Chuck. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, it, it has helped, I think, push the song. The song's 60, they're both 60 years old, but Johnny B. Good lives on more deeply into the, the, the brains of everyone today. How weird is that a 25-year-old has trouble deciding with, like, about six-year-old songs that I pr probably shouldn't even know. Fortunately, you have a little bit yeah. of uh, musical knowledge in that nugget of yours, and so otherwise this would be a pretty uninteresting podcast. So I'm actually quite pleased that you have trouble with this one. But Johnny B. Good moves on. We're down to the final two decisions to be made in round two. We go with John Lennon, Imagine, versus Pavement, Summer Babe. Come on. I mean, <laughs> Imagine is, is Imagine. You know, the, the lyrics until today, like, if I scroll my Facebook page like ten times, there will be a picture or something with the lyrics of Imagine asking for a better world in some place there is something wrong going on. If it, being, it, being it in Brazil or in Middle East or in the Far East or in America or uh, Central America or whatever, like, it's a call for change and for peace and for everything until yesterday and now. So it's, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. For me, all I need to say is about Summer Bay by Pavement, it's not imagined. Imagine moves on. Uh, the final one here is another tough choice, I think. Hallelujah. The version is by Jeff Buckley versus Ray Charles, what I'd say. Uh, different time frames, uh, different styles, different depths, I think, to their meaning. I love, love Ray Charles. And I wish I could say I would want him to go to the next round. No, I do want him to go to the next round, but not over Hallelujah. Uh, I don't think that... Oh, Buckley's is probably the best version of the song, I think. Um, which 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 is the version that plays in Watchmen? Have you watched Watchmen? Never seen Watchmen. 
I think is Leonard Cohen or something Leonard like that. Leonard Cohen's got much deeper voice. Yeah. Like that. Th- that is my favorite version of it. But still, I, I, considering the song, not the artist, it goes on. Yeah, it's, sure. a, it's a beautiful uh, uh, song. Uh, what I'd say, it's great, but I can, I can see better Ray Charles stuff. Yep. The, uh, <sighs> or at least... What I'd say is pretty fucking good. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. But I mean, uh, just at least more known, more well-known stuff. For me, consider Brazil, you know, okay. like I, I, I didn't grow up with this playing on the radio. I'm not that once. old. What I say is from like 1959. No, up. but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about language. My, like, there's not many radio stations here that play American songs all the time. Okay. That's a good excuse. What I say, sorry, I'd say goodbye. Hallelujah moves on. We're down to the 16. Okay, that's it for this part of Top 5 Records podcast come next week or maybe two weeks from now to hear the final part of the april awesomeness thanks for downloading thanks for subscribing thanks for listening give us some feedback come find us on facebook we're top five records podcast come find us on twitter we're t5r podcast find me the underscore goose on twitter and me lucas underscore p zero come say hi give us your thoughts give us your feedback we want to hear what you think of top five podcasts records whatever the fuck we're called all of our thoughts Thanks for coming back. Come back next time. Ciao.